Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Triplicity, where you're three, but today there's four, but you're three favorite astrologers, <laughs> your besties, Deja, Jared, and John, chat about astrology-related things. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be chatting with Rowan about uh, Starscribe, the newest and coolest astrology app that's coming, um, that's here, but like coming for real for real in 2023. And and then, you know, just shooting the shit about other astrology apps. So, yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, friends. Hi. Hi. Oh, and happy almost New Year. Oh, it today is Friday, December 30th. It's 5.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and whatever that means for everyone else. It's 2.40 <laughs> here on the West Coast. And it's sun hour where you all are, which yes, is where the, which is why we, the it's sun Zoom hour. host and the recording yes. is all Venus, <laughs> Venus is setting right now um, on Venus Day. So, and we're just here. moon hour on the West Coast. So that's nice. Ah, oh, cute. <laughs> that's comforting. What sign is the moon in right now? And it's episode we, like seven. literally not even Aries. Aries. It's, it's Aries. also, it's also it's episode Aries 17 of the podcast. I don't know if we said oh, that. Yeah. It's, it's episode yeah. 17. 100p today the moon was out in the sky all day like i feel like this morning i woke up and i was like oh look there's the moon i like went back inside lived my life came back out i was like oh my god there's the moon again and it's still she's still right there i think she should be we love a good daytime moon Uh, i'm like obsessed with the moon during the day like whenever i see it i'm like look at it (laughs) (laughs) wild it's been Whenever um, the moon is in, it's like like this part of the the lunar cycle, um, like the seventh, eighth, ninth day of the waxing moon. What day is it today? Today's nine. Yeah, so that like seventh, eighth, ninth part. Whenever I am getting out of work, usually she is like in like the eighth whole sign house generally, and I just get to walk out of the parking lot and I because I my parking the door faces west, so I walk out there and there she is, and I'm like ah. Oh, so nice Glorious. to see you, babe. <laughs> it is. It is. so is. Uh, yeah, it's like it it like it just culminates directly overhead here. And like when it's a little bit, when it's down on the ecliptic in the south, it's like I walk out my back door and it's just like right there. Mm. Prerequisites for living somewhere, good moon viewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100p. Yeah. Um, funny thing, now, since we are talking about astrology apps today, funny thing happened on Christmas Day. My aunt was like, hey, do you know about this app that like tells you where all the planets are in the sky? <laughs> and I was like, she's talking about like night sky or sky view or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but I was like, but I don't really need them. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, which way is east? And she was like, she pointed. She was like, I'm pretty sure it's that way. And I was like, okay, it's like six. 37 o'clock I was like uh open the app Jupiter's probably like right there and I pointed in like a general direction and she was like what how do you know that and I was like just just trust me just like open the app and point it that way and you'll see Jupiter and she was like no John that's Neptune and I was like okay sorry go a little bit to the left a little bit to the left and then she was like like jaw dropped she was like oh my god she's like so you know where they all are and I was like I'm yelling I was like generally yeah she's like all the time i was like just like how you know what time it is yeah i know what real time it is okay (laughs) i i not only know what time it is but i know exactly 
where in space I am. Mm. Like, cause like, that's the whole like concept is it's like this combination. I've been thinking a lot about the like procession of the equinoxes and how it's partially due to the fact that like we, the sun is moving through space, <laughs> which just sometimes I think about and then I go like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm very stoned. <laughs> I have enjoyed blowing people's minds to tell them like when the sun is in like tropical Capricorn, it's the earth that's actually in tropical cancer mm-hmm. because we're always exactly mm-hmm. across. Opposite. And so it's like, well, the sun is a star. It's not going oh. around us. Mm-hmm. As much it does as we, make a lot of sense. We want to believe the sun orbits us. <laughs> Damn, I did not put that together till just now. Wow, that. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, and it's why when it's nighttime and the sun is behind us, we see cancer when it's Capricorn season. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So true, bestie. So true. Wow. I love the sky. I love the sky a lot. (laughs) It's so cool. And it's also, it's like, it always reminds me like how much people take it for granted. Like people really just do not look up at the sky that often. They just think it's just there. Like, I don't, what? It's so cool. There's so many stars and so many planets. Yeah, I just, I don't know how somebody could look up at the sky and like see Jupiter, which is like noticeably different from Mm -hmm. everything else in the sky, right? Or like see Venus, which is like, whoa, that is different from everything Mm -hmm. around it. Yep. And not be like obsessed with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's immediate obsession. Immediately you're like, oh my God. It's just like, come on, it's it's the benefics. Like, yeah, that's we're, true. We're obsessed. But I mean, that's even true. Mars, like looking up and yeah, being Mars like, is jarring. Yeah. That, like, what the fuck is <laughs> hey, that? That one's red. <laughs> hey, yeah. that one's right. red. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of intimidating, low key, because yeah. it's not like taking up that much like figurative space. It's not like that, like in your face, but it's also just kind of like looming. It's mm-hmm. like a lurk. I feel like it, Mars is just like lurking. It's really weird. <laughs> well, especially and, like the way it is in the sky right now. It's yeah. 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 O- ominous. Yeah. Very. Oh my God. <sighs> <sighs> Yay, Mars station. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. This went by fast. No. No, it no. did not. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, don't all of you have this is it's in a rough place for everyone, right? My I'm pretty 12. sure. Yeah. 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 So I, I get why it's horrible. <laughs> Which <laughs> makes sense for you. It's in your 11. So it's all for all of your friends. Are Yeah. Yeah. Or third. Well, it's third. in my third. Yeah. I was like, I, the wrong direction. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. I got where you're going. Direction. The sun moves one direction. <laughs> we move the other direction. <laughs> I I had two I did two clients today. Mm. One of them, the solar return, was the moon in the second house in Aries, and another one had Venus conjunct Saturn in the solar return. Venus conjunct Saturn in Aquarius in the seventh. 
And oh, wow. I, in my head, merged them as the same chart. And I was like, oh, the moon. I'm thinking about it afterwards, like not to this person, but like after the consultation, I was still thinking about it. And I was like, oh, the moon in Aries, trine, Venus and Aquarius, like third and or se- second and seventh. And then I was like, wait, what the fuck am I talking about? Like, <laughs> that's not how this works. That's literally impossible. <laughs> Gemini is 10th from Virgo. Gemini. <laughs> <sighs> should we talk about astrology apps i was gonna say yeah roman do you want to i know you've been on the podcast before do you want to like reintroduce yourself yeah. and your 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 elevator pitch thing <laughs> yeah um i'm rowan oliver i am a traditional consulting astrologer and the lead astrologer and co-founder at starscribe astrology um starscribe is a brand new astro journaling app we have a bunch of cool traditionally um, based techniques that we're using for the first Astro app to integrate annual perfections, which is super cool. Um, and we are currently in our web beta phase, but we're coming out with a mobile app in early 2023. Woo! Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Congratulations on the beta release, on the beta mm-hmm. launch. Thank you. I've really enjoyed jumping in and um, putting my chart information in wrong the first time and then thinking that it calculated it wrong and then immediately putting in a second IT ticket that was like, wrong, I'm stupid, not you, me, it's me. (laughs) I was doing all of the like bug fixes, like the customer service side of it the first day and I saw your email, Jared, and I was like, okay, we're we're working on it, I promise. (laughs) It's hilarious. Um, shout out to your shout out to Romina for being amazing as well. Your your co-founder there. She's yeah, great. Romina Barrett is my uh, co-founder. She is our engineer. She does one hundred percent of the engineering work. We are literally right now a <laughs> wow. team of two people. Wow. Um, I'm doing daily horoscopes and writing all of the content, and she's doing all of the programming. So we're just wow. kind of trying to pick up steam but uh yeah doing an entire astrology app with two people is um, it's, it's a lot but it's really really like interesting to kind of learn some of the coding stuff too mm-hmm. um because I'm learning a little bit about how charts will actually be like calculated by these apps and it is complex and it is a lot of math like we do a lot of math as astrologers already but like creating the software oh <laughs> yelling telling it like you have a circle and you have to do like trigonometry on this (laughs) circle to put things in the right spot (laughs) i wish you all could see deja's face right now yeah it sounds like a nightmare it sounds horrible when i had first previewed our like chart ui um romina had been testing the retrograde symbols on everything and i had like posted a reel to the starscribe instagram with every single planet retrograde, <laughs> including the sun and the moon, because they had turned them on for all of them. For everything. <laughs> so I was like, hopefully nobody notices this and now I'm <laughs> letting everybody know about it. But like, it was very funny. Like, oh, could have checked that one before it just hit upload. <laughs> Don't need to let the sun or moon go retrograde. If it happens, uh, doubt Starscribe will be our first concern. <laughs> yeah. Yelling. That will... <laughs> That will really, I think, be the end. Yeah. yeah. If the moon ever starts going back. No. Yeah, I feel like if the Earth started turning the other direction or if the moon started 
orbiting us in the opposite direction, there would be calamity. Like something would happen, right? Like, or calamity Mm -hmm. would have caused it, right? Like there would have been a calamity that caused it. I don't want to be around for Earth retrograde. (laughs) Rahu and Keito are like, we won. (laughs) I wonder if if other planets in their astrology, if Earth goes retrograde from them though like i wonder yeah. if that's yeah, I, wonder. Would, I think yeah, yeah it would it, if if you were on mercury or venus right, you would experience sense. an earth retrograde similar to how we experience like mars retrograde mm-hmm. um except it would probably be more frequent it would be like every nine to 12 months um mm-hmm. versus like the 18 to 19 months right that we get for mars um, it would also be different because Venus takes so long to, like, it depends on how fast they turn as well. Like, doesn't it take mm-hmm. 243 Earth days for or something for Venus to make a full to orbit? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean so, to like. Oh, to spin? To spin. And like, like a day on Venus is oh, 243 yeah. Earth days or something like that. What? I mean, yeah. She, she rotates very 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 mm-hmm. i'm not making this up i swear to god i this, believe you that is, is wild and if it's yeah. and so if the, it's not so real, I, it's what fine. the like relative <laughs> like relative planetary speed would change the frequency of the retrogrades yeah the orbit speed is what determines the retrograde the the rotation the revolution speed yeah is would just be like you would never see earth rise you would never oh, see sunrise. You're right. It's 243 Earth it days. It is 243? Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you'd see that. And then if you were on Mars or the outer planets, you would have Earth retrograde, kind of like how we have Venus and yeah. Mercury with like a superior and inferior conjunction. Hmm. Because you would have the Earth between mars and the sun for example and you would Mm. have the earth on the other side of mars from the sun so on saturn you would only experience retrogrades like we experience mercury and venus retrogrades like and on mercury Mm -hmm. you you would only experience retrogrades like we experience the outer planet retrogrades. and you'd probably be able to see uranus neptune Mm. visibly in the sky on saturn yeah (gasps) because you're far out in space it sounds really cool. And now if you want to add complexity, imagine oh, no. the astrology oh, of being on one of the <laughs> moons of these planets where Oof. instead of orbiting the sun, your sun is one of these planets that you orbit. And then, but you also get like the sun and the other planets that will like rise and set as Jupiter is orbiting the sun. That's the astrology that I'm ready to start. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the astrology of Europa. Of those bigger planets too, right? Like we would have, if you're like on Europa and you're like, oh, hey, there's another moon. Yeah. <laughs> Moons there's eclipsing one. each there's other. There's one there. There's yeah. one there. There's one there. <laughs> multiple, like, like multiple lunar axes. Mm-hmm. In the, like mm. Mars has two moons. And one orbits it really slowly. And so you would see it like in the same part of the sky, like it would rise and set kind of like the sun. It would like kind of, or like our moon, it would like kind of sit there. But then they have another moon that orbits like really, really fast. Um, And you would see that one, like in the course of a night, you would see it pass through the sky twice. Because it orbits the, it orbits Mars twice um, or like three times every day. That sounds fun. Yeah. 
and and I'm also on team the earth would be benefic from <laughs> another planet because it would appear blue and shiny which mm. is which yeah. would indicate benefic yeah That's it like, would probably despite it being called earth I feel like it would be a watery planet mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> despite the name literally being earth <laughs> oh yeah oh wow who came up with the name earth like who decided that was it why wasn't it that british dude sir james earth what did i did i made that up (laughs) (laughs) exclusively to see if you would to elicit a response from you and it worked (laughs) i think it was just like probably started as it's like it's the thing that we walk on you know Old That's Jimmy true. Earth called Jimmy, it. Old Jimmy Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I was a real person. I was so supposed to put a whole tangent about white men. <laughs> you drag name Jimmy Earth. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, wow. That's true. Fish can't talk. They wouldn't be able to communicate that. Hmm. <sighs> What apps do you guys use? <laughs> Segway? <laughs> I, we were talking, we started a little bit before we started recording just to kind of like cover, but I, so I have an Android on my phone, like that my phone is an Android. So um, a lot of the ones that everybody uses on iOS are not quite available to me in the same way. So I use one called Astro Charts. And I have like the paid version of it. I think it was like $12.99 or something. So I can save as many charts as I want to on it. Um, it's really nice. It's has, I like it because it is kind of basic and I can like strip out all of the, all of the bells and whistles of it. So I can basically just see like signs and planets and degree numbers. That's like all I want to see on a chart. Um, and so, you know, I like that that's, it's, it's almost like, solar fire on android um with the way that it is stupidly complicated to manage but once you figure it out it's very customizable which is nice i feel the need to almost like be like i like these desktop apps these phone apps and these like cloud-based apps first and foremost i love cloud-based apps i think the ability to access your chart data from anywhere is like invaluable um but I also like these web-based apps that have some sort of like local save file that allows you to like work offline and like yeah. see, see those charts without being, without having to like have an internet connection. Um, the Betic one that I use that does that is like a wonderful model that I wish was just like the astrology model where they just like, it's a cloud-based thing. You can do all these things. And if you disconnect, you can still use them all. Um, and that's called Deva Guru. Um, for desktop I really like solar fire it's pricey but it's so worth it um you can just do so much with it and even the other day you can like using some like fertility astrologers calculation Mm -hmm. method it can like create your conception chart whoa or like what it thinks your possible conception chart could be and it gives you like three or four options and I was just like interesting like I don't know how to do this like by hand I mean like I wish I knew the method but so yeah, just that it does so much is wonderful. Um, for web apps, AstroSeek 
AstroSeek is the best. It's free. It, Peter's you know incredible. <laughs> I, anytime anyone's like, what should I use? AstroSeek is my first answer. I'm like, you want to talk about somebody who's like doing the math legwork in this community? Like, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Shout out to takes Peter. requests too. Yeah, yes. literally gets yeah, on Twitter he does. And, like, and then like hammers them out in 45 yeah. minutes. He's like, hey, how does yeah. this look? It's like, what the? Blows my mind. <laughs> Shout out to Peter. He's incredible. Um, I- yeah, he's just, he's so responsive to, like, the needs and wants of people. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I think- I remember is- seeing a tweet from him that was like, please do not tip me. Please do not pay me for this. This is just, like, what I like to do. <laughs> that know, was my was- next question. Where, mm-hmm. how is he getting paid? And this I mean, may be cut out, but I'm curious. I think there's ads. There's ads on uh, AstroSeek. They're not, like, intrusive ads. Yeah. But yeah, like- I've never, like, seen any. I, they may be, like, on the side, but then also, like- Usually ads on like lesser where the consumer base is like not making as much like the income that they have that they're willing to spend or what they're going to spend. They're going to like spend less on ads. So like tech ads and people who do, I don't know why I'm going on this tangent, but I just remember YouTube videos because I was thinking about like how to get monetized and stuff. And like people were talking about how like tech creators their ads are like when people pay them for ads and like the ones that come up on their thingy, they get paid so much money because like the people who are watching the ads are like about to pay $12,000 on like X piece of thing. Whereas like on AstroSeek, I wonder. Yeah. Where the clientele is like is more niche and doesn't have quite the same like. With money. Yeah. What is that? Something, whatever. Yeah, I wonder. Hmm. Good for him, though. He's yeah, great. He's great. I love it. <laughs> it does so fucking much. That's amazing. Yeah, I'd say those are my most used ones. And then I use Astro Gold on my phone because I have an iPhone. Hmm. And I, like, I'm very neutral about Astro Gold. It's nice. It looks cute. I really like Astro Gold for desktop because I have a Mac and an iPhone. So I'm just like, unfortunately, I know that they do, you can sync them up, but I've never figured out how to do that. Um, my, but, my phone and my iPad one are synced up. Yeah, I think that you can share it in the cloud, but I just have not found the mm. answer for that. Mm. Um, and it kind of sucks that you have to buy it on each platform individually. So mm. there's not one. Yeah, Mac. Uh, Astro Gold is not compatible with iPhone Astro Gold, so you would have to spend the like 200 something for the desktop and the 40 something for the mobile. Mm. But I really like that it's like, it's kind of very similar to Solar Fire on desktop, but it is a little bit more simplified and a little bit just like, okay, you can go to each you know, section, they have all of the traditional predictive techniques in there, um, but they don't have as many easily available like chart options for like lots as SolarFire does. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, it's the same programming team, right? As SolarFire, AstroGold and SolarFire. Mm. It's the same team. Rowan is, is <laughs> choking currently, is so I'll give them a moment to respond. <laughs> Uh, you ever drank water wrong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
the the programming team, I believe, is the same, or at least that's what I've heard from Chris Brennan when he advertises both of them yeah. back to back. He does, yeah. yeah. And the same team has one for Mac called Astro Gold, like the yeah. You use the <laughs> the code Astro whatever to get X percent off your order. I'm yelling, which I did when I bought Solar Fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, what's interesting though is I think that that team has kept their like code uh like very very secret kind of under lock and key and not shared it to the point Mm -hmm. where people like peter have kind of had to work on their own to like it seems like there's not like a standard way to code astrology um Mm. and astrology Mm. software you know it's more like every time it's done it's done in a unique and different way which rowan you probably have some insight into having (laughs) looked at coding in an astrology app yeah, I, I haven't seen a lot of the actual like code itself, but I do know from just like meeting with Romina, she's like, yeah, I've had to write all of this. It's not openly available. Um, wow. It's stuff that you have to just like create the entire UI, which is partially, I think, why all of these apps look so different mm-hmm. um, because they're not using the same fonts. They're not using the same like aspect lines or and like determining ooh, determining which aspects to like show with lines I know is a whole thing in that realm because when we were first working on it it was like oh you know we've got degree based aspects and whole sign based aspects and determining which ones what the orbs to use for that and everything that's all very specific to the code for each of these apps Hmm. yeah and there's not like open source calculation of like this is how to calculate a planetary orb it's yeah. like you have to you have to co- know how to calculate a planetary orb yeah. and then and then code it uh, which is crazy whoa that sounds hard <laughs> i use time nomad i mm. love time nomad, I love time nomad. Time it's nomad great great they're they're a little off sometimes sometimes a planet will get to the 30th degree and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> or like it'll, right. or like it's like the planet will move in just like a like an hour before it actually does but i always just like cross-reference with luna which is the cloud software that i use on my computer um for the intense stuff like zodiacal releasing i don't know how to do that that well so i don't do it for clients i just do it for myself and <laughs> um and that's where astro seed comes in to save the day so I used to use astro.com to like keep all my charts. They mm-hmm. really held me down for a good amount of time. Um, but no, Luna, Luna's the truth and it's gorgeous. So, but there's no app, which sucks, but it's fine. It's fine. Because it's all online, right? Yeah. 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 So it's cool to be able to go luna.com, log in, boom, charts, boom, all right your, there. All your charts and everything in one spot. Mm-hmm. that is nice and you can go from your phone right it's not right. like blocked yeah. to, to web browser only mm. yeah yeah and jill taught me how to save it as like an app icon on my home screen thingy mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i want a real app <laughs> being picky but it's fine <laughs> it's possible though yeah time nomad gets you the planetary hours and the buzzes and mm-hmm. the cute little widget thing which is nice mm-hmm. 
Um, Another in- planetary hour app that I found recently is Planetaro, um, which oh. is one that you can add like a home screen widget. Um, and it gives, I think it gives notifications and it also gives like information about the planetary hour. Oh. Um, so if you're like not too familiar with planetary significations, like it became Saturn hour here and it gives me the amount of time. Um, and then it says like rules and responsibilities as like keywords for Saturn. Oh, that's hour. cute. That is cute. Yeah. And you can customize, I think the, <laughs> um, yeah, you can customize which notifications you get and like for which hours and on what days. Um, so it's not just like every single time it's time to have Nomad going Venus. <laughs> Saturn. Venus. <laughs> uh, moon. And like, oh my God. Okay, thank you. Uh, I, for planetary hours on Android, um, so my astro charts calculates planetary hours there's like a thing that i can go to and i can just set like current chart current location and it'll pull that up and then it'll show me the planetary hour but there's one on android called planetary times um which is good and what's nice about it is that it has a um like a constant push notification that it does that's the planetary symbol so just like up in your push notifications bar it'll you'll just see like the mercury symbol um if it's mercury hour which is super nice until your app doesn't refresh in the background and you think that it's jupiter hour but it's actually no longer jupiter hour (laughs) surprise it's mars yeah exactly which is what happened (laughs) and at that point i literally when i went to start doing something and just before i started went and checked my other app and it was no longer jupiter hour i literally uninstalled the app i was like nope because i was just and that's where i mentioned earlier where i talked about like how i used to like always know the planetary hour and like always be like when that happened I was like I can't trust this stuff so I need to uh, I need to be in a position where like if I need to know the planetary hour I need to have planned for it mm-hmm. <laughs> or I need to like consult at the moment and not just like glance and be like up oh, this is the hour I need to be like either you're doing something at this specific time to catch an election or you're pulling it up and actually looking at more than just the hour and the whole chart in context. Yeah. But what I about? Like, I do like this Planetaro app a lot now that I'm downloading it. It's really yeah, it's nice. Cute. But what about our new app that we have all been loving so much? Tell us, Rowan. What can we expect? Um, yeah, so Starscribe started basically as Romina's um, like pet project for a while. And she was actually a client of mine. And was like, hey, I'm working on this astrology journaling app. Would you like to help me with it? And I was like, yes, yes, absolutely. I would. <laughs> I would love to do that. That is, yes, let me design my own app, essentially, because th- we've talked about all of these different like apps that have oh, this has some good features, that has some good stuff. I don't really like this one. Um, We're kind of building it with astrologers and astrology enthusiasts in mind so that it can be used as a professional astrology software. 
or it can be used by your average person who's never known anything other than that they're an Aries sun, right? Um, and the idea really is to create a space for people to track their transits, see what's going on in the current skies, get a daily, you know, vibe check essentially of what's what's going on today, what should I be paying attention to, um, and then kind of prompt them into writing and tracking their story with the stars um, rather than just being like, okay, yeah, the moon's in Aries, I guess I'm a little pissed off, bye. Um, kind of prompting into exploration for, well, what is going on today? Have I seen this pattern play out before? Um, a lot of the time when I write the daily snippets, I'm like, the last time this transit happened, especially with like Venus and Capricorn, I'm like, yay, Venus is in Capricorn. Last year it was retrograde in Capricorn. How have things changed? How have you mm -hmm. noticed that area of your life go through this like sort of retrograde death and rebirth? And now that we're back to this time period, what have you learned? Mm -hmm. um, and it's ideally not going to ever replace a consultation with a professional astrologer. Um, because I know a lot of apps such as like Cafe Astrology, um, and a lot of different things will say like, this is you, this is everything about your placement and doesn't take into account the rest of the chart. Um, we're incorporating natal delineations, but it's mostly like, all right, this is what the sun signifies. This is what Aries signifies. And this is what the third house signifies. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of combining those things into an understanding of the self without being told, like, this is what you are, what you're like. Um, so that we can kind of be used in collaboration with people who are getting consults and people who are giving consults. Yeah, I, I love it because, you know, like when you were talking about the last time Venus was doing this, this was the situation is because like this app, unlike those, like the cafe astrologies, which you, you know, put in your info and it gives you like a nice printout of like your personality, this is focused on time, right? Yes. This is focused on like this transit slash um and we'll talk a little bit more about what um what what you know techniques you're using here in a little bit but like this you know if you're looking at these transits and your perfections um like this is what's happening through time so it's not just about this is who you are and this is you know your relationship with the sky and with your life it's about like that over time which is like if you're not timing with astrology like why are you doing are you it doing? <laughs> <laughs> Your chart's not just about you. Yelling. Yeah, and I, I like to think about astrology as a set of like, the, the planets describe circumstances, not our personalities. Mm -hmm. And when we see the repetition of circumstances or repetition of transits, it's like, oh God, of course. Like, yeah, this shit came up for me last time, you know, Venus conjoined Saturn or whatever. Um, last time the ruler of my fourth was in my 12th like yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like oh my god I'm so tired of this particular transit but you can kind of mm -hmm. like plan around things like that when you're made aware that this is happening again or is going to be coming up um, we warned people like mercury retrogrades coming soon like be conscious mercury retrogrades starting like letting people know when the things are going to happen so that you can have that kind of foresight and it's not replacing like a timing consultation it's just like hey by the way yeah be conscious 
here's here's the bird's eye general overview of like how transits and like the essentially the sonotic cycles of the planets yeah. <laughs> op- operate yeah. in in your chart yeah it's great it's the best uh, way to do it we are going to take a quick uh potty and refill my water bottle break and we'll be right back i'm gonna smoke some weed (laughs) (laughs) so we're back from our little break um and all pleasantly a little stony baloney and um, i was also so hungry i was so hungry (laughs) i needed a snack baloney 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 yeah stony baloney oh that's hilarious <clears throat> and um yeah we we're gonna keep talking about uh star scribe so uh rowan with star scribe like what makes it unique from say like the other astrology apps out there like why like what's what's different about it from say co-star and we'll talk about co-star later <laughs> well we are one committed to never using any kind of ai or machine learning for our delineations for our horoscopes everything like that completely 100 like trained traditional astrologer written um all of the techniques that we use are things that like i use in consultations when we're eventually bringing on more astrologers onto our team we're going to use, you know, techniques that they actually use and things that we're actively day-to-day practicing. Um, And then I observe the sky. I'm paying attention to the moon transits. And it's, it's stuff that's written by people who are actually, you know, engaged in daily transits rather Mm -hmm. than maybe a, an algorithm or a copy and paste, like, Cafe Astrology or sometimes CoStar, um, where it's like, this is the delineation that they have for this particular thing and don't take other portions into account. We want to be able to have a platform where you can communicate with your astrologer if you want to um, and be like, hey, what does this, you know, this particular transit mean this time and kind of understand from the way an astrologer thinks about these things rather than just being like, you know, this is that, and this is the doom and gloom, or this is a really good day. And then you have like a shitty day sometimes when there's a really positive transit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're going to want to be like, Hey, I actually did not feel great about this transit. Let me investigate why. Let me see if there's other transits that are like fucking me up here. Um, And with our perfection years feature, it gives you an insight into which transits are the most personally important for you. Because the daily horoscopes aren't personalized by rising sign. They're just the vibe checks. Yeah, here's the moon. Here's the moon. <laughs> here's, you know, uh, Venus trying Mars today. This is what that is. Yeah. Um, But like, once you start kind of doing the work to personalize it for yourself with like, oh, well, yeah, I know that Venus is my time lord. So anything that the daily horoscope says Venus, this is something to pay more attention to. And it's just coming into this like sense of conscious awareness of what's going on in the skies, what's going on in your life, how do they line up with one another? Love that. Yeah. I mean, we've talked very openly how we feel about AI content um, (laughs) on this. Mm -hmm. And that's not to like say that we don't consume AI content because it's everywhere and we do consume it. But um, like, I really appreciate that this app's like priorities are around like content that's created by astrologers. Um, and also as you were talking, I was thinking about just kind of like 
with us in the Triplicity podcast, we've talked about how, like what's important to us, things like quality content, things like, you know, people not being shitty people. Um, like that, these are kind of like the recurring topics on, on the podcast. Um, but just like when you were talking about the idea of like a really positive transit that you read this, like what's supposed to be a, a very positive experience. And then you don't have that incredibly positive experience. Um, it was made me think about our conversation that we had about Abu Mashar and how like the astrology really means to you in your life, like what actually happens, like the astrology will describe that. And if that means that sometimes benefic planets bring you shit, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> it happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's timing, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, you know, it's timing that's unique to you and it's really like, I love that this is a tool that's helping people kind of push past that, like, this is what my life is supposed to be with astrology and like push past that into like, this is what my life is and how I can look at the clock and understand my life a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the main things that I I talk about a lot with clients is the idea of like co-creating your fate where you can't change (laughs) what the planets have in store for you, but you can approach it in a way that feels like aligned with how you're actually living your life. You don't have to just be like, oh, I'm doomed because I have, you know, a strong malefic in my house of open enemies and my relationships (laughs) and I'm just like forever. Um, you can kind of look at that in a constructive way and finding the upsides while also recognizing that sometimes things suck. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and just being a platform for people to recognize that within themselves. We never ever share any data. We're not feeding it to any machines to learn like what this transit means for people. We're not reading any of it we can't access anyone's journal entries they're all encrypted um and we are never going to sell data to advertisers or to like companies that want to conglomerate that essentially hell yeah yeah we're i wouldn't know how to sell data if i wanted to so google how does one sell data? <laughs> Love that. we're not into that yeah <laughs> Yeah. And I think the key thing for me is just like being empathetic, even during those really tough times, because apps like CoStar are very like, they come with their guns blazing, like for no, for no reason, for no reason, for no reason, for no reason. And it's like, I, I I mean, the alarming stuff makes money. It gets you attention. It makes people, it makes you angry. It makes you, it makes you feel a really deep, and starking emotion cool but like that how good is that for the for the users for the people who are looking at this every other day and guns are pointed at them Mm. like that's it's just really aggressive um so i i really appreciate that um and i appreciate that astrologers are noticing like no we need to make a space for care and that's also like good stuff that's not like independently like independent placements, not engaging with other things, the chart as a whole, rather than placements. So. Yeah. And the idea of like, 
fate is gonna fate like mm. your fate is gonna be your fate i'm Lady sorry Fortuna about it is yeah. work her <laughs> regardless yeah <laughs> like i'm sorry but your fate is gonna fate yeah, but like exactly. the idea of having like literal authorship because i feel like that's what this gives people is like like true like literal authorship of like okay so my fate faded but i get to tell that story mm. it gets to be in my words um which which is I don't feel like it's something that's happening anywhere else um, as far as like the astrology technology community. I think the closest thing I have to that is like my honeycomb journal. Mm. Like, and cause it just, you know, it just kind of presents me with the astrology and then I can make a note, but to have this like opportunity to like, with kind of a vibe check prompt and the ability to, you know, sit with it and be like this was what the astrology was today and this is what my experience was today and have these kind of other timing things i think it's great yeah and it'll be nice to it's nice to have it on your phone because that was my problem with honeycomb i just i can't keep track of the book and i'm not doing the digital version because i it needs it i need to feel it in Mm -hmm. order for me to like actually let it soak in my brain but i just and i always like would forget but if I have an app, who's forgetting what? It's right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. <sighs> you can go to starscribe.co to sign up, create a free account for our web beta. Um, and our mobile app will hopefully be coming to iOS and Android at the same time. We're not totally sure, but should be in the first half of 2023 that that should be released any data that you put into your account on the web uh, will also port over to your account for the app. So you don't have to worry about losing anything. Um, and right now the, the web app, the web beta is completely free. Eventually we will have some premium features like uh, more charts, potentially being able to communicate and share directly with an astrologer um, so that you can kind of give people like, oh, this is the the date that this this transit is happening. I want to make sure that they bookmark that if you're the consulting astrologer or you can kind of come up on the dates that are bookmarked for you by the astrologer and be like, oh, right, this is an important day. And now I see why. And you can kind of tell that story a little bit more thoroughly. They just have a more like constant, not even constant form of communication, but just ways like for clients that only want to come once a year and do like a solar return reading for the whole year and then just come back one like great fine love that but like you're not going to remember exactly what i said yeah unless i mean unless you tape the recording and depending on people's policies and whatnot you know but i've had so many clients like i wish i could go back and listen to the recording but i can't stand the sound of my own voice and i'm like yeah I understand. I get it. <laughs> I would love to type this out for you, but we're talking during this and I don't want to go back and listen to my voice in the recording either. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you you mentioned kind of when we were on our break there, um, just kind of like a prioritization. So like, first, I want to give you like massive credit for having written like all of the content yeah. so far. <laughs> um, and so again, like coming back to the concept of it being like a two person team and like mm-hmm. you have a partner who's doing the coding, but you are doing the like the technique of calculating, okay, so the moon is there, what does that mean? Um, and so what does that look like 
in the future for you? And, you know, are you, do you plan on continuing to do it that, that way? What does that look like? Well, we are, like I mentioned, a team of two people. Um, so we don't have like funding to hire astrologers yet, but we are in one of our very first meetings, we were like, we want to get astrologers paid and platformed with their ability to contribute to the app. So that would maybe look like guest horoscope writers, even if it's just for like a week, you have, you know, oh, John from Astrologon has done um, the week of December 10th or something like that. And you're credited, you get to keep all of your content if you're doing that. Um, but we are really committed to being able to pay astrologers a fair and living wage, um, which we can't do yet. But once we are capable of doing that, we want to make sure that we can bring in trusted astrologers to be able to kind of share their work through our platform. Um, but it's always going to be their own intellectual property. Starscribe mm -hmm. doesn't want to own any of your stuff. Um, all of the things that I've written are my own. They're not like just belonging to Starscribe. I have a whole bunch of stuff on perfection years that's on my own blog that will be part of Starscribe as well. It's our own intellectual property. It's our own work. And Starscribe's just an opportunity to share it with more people. Um, and so we're really excited to be able to do that in the long term. And for now, it'll still be me sitting down at my computer twice a month, writing 15 days of horoscopes and being like, all right, <laughs> see you next Let's Venus trend. Hammer it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even, I, I will definitely guess right your horoscopes. I, the people who write daily, like even like weekly horoscopes, I'm like, how do you have the time I, and the willpower? Like what the hell? I did it for my friends for one month. And I was like, that was a great exercise. Thanks for letting me do that. Not yeah, doing bye. that anymore. <laughs> Yelling. Yeah. So, so if, uh, if you want to see personalized to rising sign horoscopes, um, you can go to ko-fi.com slash astrology and give us money so we can pay more people to do that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was actually my next question is like, so getting astrologers paid, right. That's going to require, you mentioned like premium content. That's very mm -hmm. exciting, um, as a way to support. Um, but you have a ko-fi that you, that we can support. What was that again? So that we can just keep shouting it out. Ko-fi.com slash astrology. And we're also going to be doing a Kickstarter in the spring. We're going to have some super cool merch, hopefully. Um, some, like, if you donate to the Kickstarter, you can get month number, of, like, number of months premium for a year, mm -hmm. whatever. Like, just perks with that and helping us create this without taking money from advertisers and big corporations and stuff like that. Because we don't want to sell out like that. Because as soon as we would get somebody, to, I just imagine like a big tech bro buying it and then being like, all right, we're automating everything. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Earth, he's coming. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Earth. 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 <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Oh, James. <laughs> oh, James. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, you can go so to starscribe.co to see, um, to get on our mailing list, to find us on social medias, and to give us your sweet, sweet money. Most importantly. <laughs> Do all three of those things.
Love that. Um, okay, now it's um, now it's t- it looks like it's tea time, everybody. So yeah, I think it's time to talk some shit. Because <laughs> I think it's time to talk about astrology apps that we don't like. Oh yeah. We got we give you a little sandwich, right? Like we we right. have the the good part of the sandwich in the middle where we talk about Star Scribe and before and after. It's just a little bit of fluff, but the little like here's your post dinner tea <laughs> help you digest. <laughs> Let's talk some shit about CoStar. <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I think we need to talk shit about where it all started, which is Cafe Astrology. Cafe Astrology. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which yeah. don't get me wrong, don't know where I'd be without her. But at this point in life, could could go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean offline. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the Tumblr girl that. <laughs> gave me a copy paste of my uh, cafe astrology for $20. Like, <laughs> I hope you're doing great, girl. girl but like- <laughs> That's hilarious. She's a small business owner. But if, if there's, <laughs> but if, if you want to know why it took me from getting that fast forward eight more years of being like, that was bullshit to then mm-hmm. actually learning astrology and being like oh <laughs> <Yelling>. <laughs> uh, it's really not something that you can copy paste no and no. if i see another bitch post a table <laughs> chart i'm gonna lose my fucking mind learn how to read a circle chart it's literally not that difficult. i explain it to all of my clients within the first 45 seconds of the consultation right? yeah Maximum. it's very simple it is also not that difficult. <laughs> so tired of seeing people post the table chart, but not even not post the, the ascendant. <laughs> I'm like, but, yeah. Yeah. but where's the ascendant? And where's the <laughs> I think that's what matters most. Yeah. I don't I mean. care about the table of houses and whatever Placidus says. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. You do have a fifth house, by the way, just because Coaster. Oh, I hate that. That's my least favorite thing about it is like the fact that they just completely leave out empty houses as if empty houses as if they don't matter. Like I don't understand that. It's just so confu- it's just so confusing and it's just hilarious. It I feel like it just reinforces this whole idea that astrology is about you and only you. And like but like not even really because you're missing huge mm-hmm. chunks of your life that you're just neglecting <sighs> i think and people come on twitter and argue with real oh astrologers God. like no i don't have a seventh house <laughs> it's like I, I think the <laughs> biggest thing that costar did that was positive was i think costar is one of the main reasons that so many people that are like saturn and scorpio and younger now know like sun moon rising as like like yeah like that is a that is a thing that you can say to like now a lot of people and like I had a coworker when she found out I was I was like oh I'm an astrologer she was like oh my god what's your sun moon and rising and when people ask me that I'm like oh I love that you know that there's more than one like yeah. you're you're a good one and I think CoStar is a big reason for that unfortunately so I like that it allowed people to be like oh my god there's more to astrology than like I'm a Scorpio wow. Um, but I'm mysterious indeed and broody yeah, yeah. shut up mm-hmm. the fuck but, up? <laughs> but the rest of it is misinformation garbage yes, <laughs> yes. and I you once... know that's like shout out to because didn't 
the like the creator go on the yes. astrology podcast yes and yeah, like was... talk about how sometimes she just like Lies like it's just bullshit mm-hmm. so like shout out because sometimes we do that on this podcast right <laughs> like we will be in aquarius for 40 years yeah right <laughs> so, like years. sometimes sometimes Maybe we give 50. misinformation on purpose because it's funny i think the difference between that is like our podcast is presented in a way that like we say it's, that openly it's camp, <laughs> like, yeah, it's camp. <laughs> versus co-star is presented it's very like even its ui is like very serious yeah um it's very corporate it feels very corporate Mm -hmm. um and so people take it seriously and it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's memeing you Um, it's like the way the charts look on starscribe is gorgeous i love them also i don't think i said that i love the way they look they're so pretty they're so pretty it's such a good job Mm um okay co-star anything else about co-star I think um, that, that episode of the Australian podcast is worth a listen. Yeah, it is worth a listen. Listen. It's so good. It's yeah. funny. When I used <laughs> to have a uh, co-star on my phone, I w- once looked at the like do's and don'ts table for the day and yellow was on both of them. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean do yellow? Don't yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I it's- have to assume you mean some kind of sun transit, but like... <laughs> I, who knows? Maybe sun's gonna Who's rise and set this day. Sure you better do yellow and don't do yellow. <laughs> Yelling. I think the the founders used to work in fashion, um, and I had like was in the corporate world, and so I think mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why it kind of carried over mm-hmm. into the into the aesthetic. It, that's where I got that from because I remember watching that episode, and they were both so serious because Chris is already serious and so the founder was like i was like wow this is heavy stuff this is some this is some serious stuff they talked like business and like yeah like like corporate stuff and it was like so it's 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 a good listen it is it is i will say their social media presence is it's i i don't even use costar as the app but i love i follow them on social media and they're i love some of their instagram things some of them are pretty damn good, and their TikTok account. Yeah, is they like they know how to good. like market. Like they mm-hmm. do, they really do. But like as far as like the content, it's it's from yeah. a lot. It's like all the show with nothing. Yes. No oh yes, yes. That's the it. theme. It's yeah, it's it's this like hot. the fucking FOMO hot and the sun of like all light, no substance. Just mm-hmm. like like some astrologers in Um Ooh. anyway are there any other bad apps i miss cusp oh yeah they were cute their dailies were cute but it wasn't like whole chart it was very much like Mm -hmm. cutesy dudesy Mm -hmm. i i think when we say bad apps something that i want to be clear about is we've talked about apps that we like Luna, I might give a little bit of a pass to because the UI of Luna is actually kind of cute. And AstroSeek, the UI is is pretty good for astrology. But yeah. like in general, these like chart calculation softwares are just really complicated. I would say they are as complicated as astrology. Yeah. And so it's like, in order to learn the software, it's as much of an investment of time and energy 
as it was to like learn the zodiac and essential dignity and you know all of the things that we can spit off the top of our heads now because we've been steeped in it like when you if you open solar fire for the first time not knowing solar fire if like it would feel like looking at astrology for the first time not knowing astrology mm-hmm. right it still mm-hmm. feels that I, i've had it for like three years now and it like still feels that way I'm just like, this Still, can do so much. And I I'm just, like, like, where's the solar return button? <laughs> <laughs> I also think that that's part of a specific generation holding cards a little close to their chests. Um, and then they're going to die and nobody's <laughs> going to know what to do. <laughs> Uh, we'll figure it out we we already well, are I, so. I mean we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're ha- like i feel like it could be easier <laughs> yeah yeah just like share to share just share be kind <laughs> just be nice to each other <laughs> can we all get along oh. yeah like... oh <laughs> us in the midst of a mars retrograde being like can we just be nice to each other <laughs> moon's currently in aries i was like moon in aries <laughs> retrograde mars mars night technically on the east coast Yelling. oh yeah that is that is yeah hmm. because it's hmm. venus hour that's why it's yeah. like, it has to be venus at this point hmm. I don't think I don't think there's any other that I like to test to the level that I dislike those two. Yeah, I can't think of any either. I know there were some that I downloaded way back in the past that were like I would download it and then look at it and be like, eh. Yeah. And then just delete it because it was Uh, nothing burger of an app. Yeah. (laughs) I am very neutral about time passages. I think as Mm. someone who has been steeped in astrology for as long as I have. And as long as like we all have, yeah, no, but it was like a very good, like first software to download. Like mm-hmm. when I had, like when I was starting my ninth house perfection year or yeah, starting my ninth house perfection year and like learning astrology way back when, yeah, way back when, five years ago. Yeah. I uh, bought the pro version like really long time ago at this point. Yeah. And so I have all of my like old charts saved on there. Yeah. <laughs> Anything before I was like starting to take it super seriously. Serious, yeah. Um and like my, a bunch of my friends have my Apple ID login so that they can have their own charts in their <laughs> in their own copy of time passages. And I'm like it's really good for people who are just getting started maybe want a little bit less cafe astrology type delineation, a little bit more on point, but they do ABC house things mm-hmm. a good amount Ooh. with their um, with their delineations. Cause like I have a Virgo sun, it'll say like the sun in Virgo or in the sixth house and then give mm-hmm. me a delineation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, Absolutely they're not the not. same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't turn off the modern rulerships. Yeah. Oh, they don't actually talk about know. rulerships like at all. Immediately, no. <laughs> you know who's also the devil? The pattern. They I was just going to say the, the pattern. That one's also bad. Yeah, because you're using astrology, but you don't 
say that you're and they like and someone was like yes they do and then i pulled up the app store description and in nowhere in the description it talks about astrology it's mm-hmm. just like very weird and vague mm-hmm. the cycles you're you're talking about a transit like yeah. if, <laughs> if you were to like show an astrologer they would be like oh that's this this and this why did they it's so weird like yeah it's given me like two and a half years of transits at one point and I was like so a Saturn a, a Saturn Saturn in the sign got it got it yeah, got it yep. your dates are a little off though they are the devil I deleted that one a long time ago so I completely forgot it existed yeah I didn't like it apparently they've started like talking about some of the astrology relationship to it and I think it's not to knock evolutionary astrology at all but I think that's the format that they're coming from Mm -hmm. um because I know that they were talking something about like the nodes and I think Pluto stuff with that Mm -hmm. very valid form of astrology um I don't necessarily use the technique people should find astrologers who know good techniques and um more than that and this to wrap it back to star scribe is like you are living your life and the planets are going to plan it and so an app like star star scribe that lets you just see what the planets are doing and make your own observations that is the best way to practice astrology like in my opinion it's just i agree no notes (laughs) (laughs) you know even even like your perception is the reality regardless of like what else is going on (laughs) yeah like the um you know and and even like all the technical toolkit of astrology is is irrelevant the only thing that's really relevant is like when I point to the sky there, that thing is there, right? That's the only reality of all of it is that there's a physical object out there and it's we can see it at a certain place at a certain time. It's the only reality. So all we can do is observe and then correlate. It's statistics. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, gave me PTSD. <laughs> I love statistics. It. Uh, it was so oh, fun. Gosh, I have never taken any statistics class, but I love oh. calculus. I love calculus too. Oh uh, my god! Goodness, it's so fun. Absolutely, I never got to calc. Let me, let's start there. Never- <laughs> First of all, I haven't been done calculus. Okay, <laughs> it was not an option for me. I was not on that track. That was not happening. What I do love, though, is logic and geometry. Mm. Those two, mwah, 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 mwah. chef's kiss. Everything else, horrible. I like doing logic puzzles. Like, like you have like a bunch of clues. Like- <laughs> wait the ones that are grids the grids and like yes oh, those are so great It'll, oh those puzzles they'll be like it's it's like a grid and it's like 
it's like like person and pet names and like four animals and it's like jared's favorite animal is either the whale or the monkey rowan's favorite animal is not the spider like and you have to try to figure out based on the clues what like all the how all the matches go yeah that's cute it'll be like there'll be like five different things that you have to match with people yeah and sometimes they make these like really weird like big long like grids yeah. that have like oh, I remember this. like 26 different categories and mm-hmm. you have to like you know do process of elimination and like cross-reference clues that shit but it gets me going mm. it's so fun <laughs> that sounds quite overwhelming <laughs> I'd like to thank math for being the same regardless of whether you are in a fundamentalist alt-right church school or at a public school because that's the only reason why I was like decent at math was because (laughs) don't ask me about science folks I learned creationism (laughs) I'm yelling don't ask me about history everybody I learned that God gave us America so (laughs) wait are you serious I'm not kidding (laughs) That was my elementary and middle school experience. Did he just like manifest destiny? Oh, like yeah, was yeah, like yeah, but like was taught that that is reality. It's is manifest true. reality? Uh, <laughs> that manifest destiny wasn't just the philosophy that was used to justify everything that happened. It just, was. but that it was. Gotcha. Hmm. Oh, Yikes. so <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, truly. So thanks, Life Christian Academy. (laughs) Send your kids to public school. Literally. And pay your taxes so that our public schools schools have good. Yeah. Yeah. And stop money. Destroy private school. Like we don't need private high school. That is not, that should not have ever been a thing. Yeah. And we should have better public early, early education. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) And keep the arts in public schools. Yes. (laughs) We should just like erase no <laughs> just erase Ronald Reagan Reagan and uh, Nixon and everything after just a, just erase him I saw a TikTok where somebody's dog was named a lot more to cover <laughs> I saw a TikTok where somebody's dog was named Nancy Reagan and it was just like a supercut of them like scolding and punishing their dog <laughs> for being like a bad dog <laughs> and be like Nancy Reagan you're so terrible you're a bad person Nancy Reagan oh my god <laughs> no that's so mean that poor doge doesn't deserve that (laughs) i think uh uh rahu and taurus conjunct uranus manifestation truly has been the resurgence of uh her in popular culture nancy reagan yeah nancy the throat goat reagan yelling you know what relatable nancy All right. Anybody else have anything before we wrap it up? Um, Rowan, where can people people find you and give us uh, those Starscribe deets one one final time? Uh, you can find me at rowastrology.com, R-O-W astrology.com. Um, that's also my handle on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Starscribe at starscribe.co, uh, Starscribe Astrology on Instagram and Starscribe Astro on Twitter. What's your Ko-Fi one more time? Ko-Fi.com slash Starscribe Astrology. Throw your dollars, everybody. Love it. 
Hell yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Rowan. We'll this was so, much so fun. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, we great. will see you guys next for Aquarius season. Our next episode will be about Aquarius season. So get ready to <gasps> and a Saturn be oh, no, 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 no. the final domicile Saturn Kazimi for like wow. years. <laughs> wow. Everything's about to get very Uranian. So much Uranus energy coming our way. Well, we've already had Saturn ruled by Uranus this whole time. Mm -hmm. But now we've got (laughs) the month of the sun. (laughs) I had to say, repeat that back to myself. I was like, (laughs) what does that mean? Uranus, I was so confused. And then we get Saturn under Neptune's domain. Oh my God. Um, My astrologer bad is that when I started astrology, I was like such a modern astrologer for like maybe like three months. And then I was like, this is horse shit, mama. Um, but I was really into like dispositor trees. I still like kind of use them, but that was like the first like, I don't know, like thing that I got really into. And I fully, fully was like, my soul dispositor is Uranus and Aquarius. Mm. Yelling. Mm. Beautiful. What a life. Love that. <laughs> Oh, but look at the growth. Alive. Look at the growth that is possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You've come so far, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Amazing. thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Happy New Year. Happy, yeah, happy, New year. happy calendar New Year. Uh, <laughs> Astrologically, New Year still on hold. Yeah. <laughs>